It's the intro, ho. Yo, yo. All right. We do this shit every fucking time, but it never hurts to be careful. Careful with what? Just making sure everything working, that the fucking waves and everything is coming through. Uh, yeah. Do y'all give a fuck about that? Put it in the comments. Give a fuck about the intro? Yeah. Or the, all of this shit that we doing in the beginning? Yeah. I don't know if they, they don't actually, give a do they, fuck. Do they want us to just get straight to the shit? Yes, get to the shit. Or do they have the? Do y'all have a a favorite intro? I'm pretty sure they do. Usually, <laughs> usually when we come in in song or, or we in we start off the show talking shit about each other. You know what I mean? Maybe so. Most shows they do their intro that's parts of the actual show. Yeah. Not us. So that's why sometimes y'all just so, let's start the show. <laughs> Everybody wanna be your nigga once you got it. Where the fuck was all you niggas when I barely even had it? Yeah, bitch ain't wanna fuck when I was down on my luck. Man, I got a couple bucks and shit all on my nuts. Get the fuck up out of here. Get the fuck up out of here. Hey, get the fuck up out of here. What's up, y'all? It's the Drunken Nights. You got me, King K. Yeah. We got Brother to the Night. Yeah. Swoop is doing what Swoop does best. Just a couple dudes. And we are the Drunken Nights, protectors of truth. You bitch, you. Um, Let's just get straight to the motherfucking shout-outs. Let's do that. All right. Shout-outs. Uh, Shout-out to DJ Metronome and homie Jay Moore and every other DJ that was on Take That Tuesday, man. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful beautiful time man uh i really enjoyed my time there man i overthought it i think i was overthinking it and hella nervous the whole time leading up to it uh but once i got up there and i started playing one or two songs man i, I got comfortable mm-hmm. uh, how many songs did you play before i walked in i'm not sure bro okay uh it was Cause it felt like I was there the whole thirty minutes. Um, maybe. Um, yeah. They um, what song was on when you came in? Can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got hella good feed. I got some great feedback from it, man. Uh, only I was just a little disappointed at how early it was, but I think it was the right time. It was just a couple of people that I was hoping there that would show there to up. See it. Yeah, they didn't. You know what I mean? But I wasn't tripping off of that shit either. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it was a great time. I had a hell of a time, man. I'm really appreciative for the opportunity to do that shit, man. It's a um, it was a blessing to be able to share the stage with some of those. We t- we talking about just not local legends but like nationally recognized djs man and to be on the stage same stage and some some new up-and-coming legends man you know what i mean because i heard some shit from some people that i did not expect um and, and they did their thing who's up and coming uh they already established but like um ferris uh ferris is like them they're the new metronome 
and fucking um uh, uh damn why I'm, this nigga name ain't solo solo up and coming solo got an established night on Thursdays yeah it's some solo fire where he uh where he be at sundry and vice on Thursdays I went up there okay yeah solo code with it too and um Man, he always be with Ferris, man. I'm mad I can't remember his nigga name. This going to start some shit, but I ain't want that. I'm going to blame you. Yeah, blame but yeah, blame man. Blame your mind, not your heart. He had a nice set, too, toward the end. I stayed the whole time listening to everybody. And uh, just Little Town, man, she, she be doing the little Shrek raves and shit. She been moving all across the country. Oh, that's dope. Um, But yeah, that shit was dope. And also, shout out to the new old heads. I'm on this last episode. Check that out on YouTube, man. It was a lot of funny shit being said, man. Um, I had a great time with them gentlemen, man. Uh, it's a lot of shit that probably not going to make it to YouTube. It's only on Patreon just because some of the conversations were controversial. But You you brought those conversations to the forefront? No, or? I, 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 I probably pushed it to that level. Okay. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, man, it was a. Uh, What's their Patreon so that way people can go and check it out? Uh, new old heads. Yep, that's no heads sp- with a Z. No S. Yeah. Okay. Just regular spelled it. New old heads podcast. Find them on anywhere you listen to podcasts, and their audio is or their visuals. The visuals for the show immaculate. Top-tier. Yeah, immaculate. It's- yeah. Shout out to Red August. All that shit is on YouTube, man. Go so go check it up. Uh, they also got a hell of an Instagram following. And this Saturday, well, for this Friday, you catch me in Cash Bar, as always. And then you can catch me on Saturdays. Uh, uh, this Saturday at a day party with DJ Lady Shay at um, Nevermore. It's going to be a bad boy versus Death Row day party, man. And she allowed me to get a little guest set there, man. So... <sighs> Yeah, come check that out. Uh, I think this there's tickets. Uh, I'll be posting that shit throughout the week, man. So uh, check social media, man, to find links of how to get to that. Dope. Right. You got more shout outs? Oh, first, okay, while we on that, I'll say it was your song selection that was dope. It was, it was definitely song selection. Um, I feel like Take That Tuesdays are not necessarily concerned too much about technique. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the the way that it's blending. I mean, of course, blending it, blending the song matters, but the song selection on Take That Tuesdays what seems like what matters. And I can say that everything that you play when I'm looking around motherfuckers it's somebody that loved that fucking song uh-huh. so no nah, that was dope it was dope my anxiety was up though too many people man yeah, yeah it, it was, was it was too many fucking people but it's dope that people would come out for some shit like that like it's like that motherfucker would be swole mm-hmm. and like that has to feel good to metronome you know what I mean mm-hmm. like to to have something that you put together and have so much support for and people are willing to show up for 
you know so nah that's dope I think it's I think it's um hmm like if you got an event or you got something that you're doing that you're charging people for and they pay to come I think that does mean it does mean a lot that people are willing to pay to come and see you mm-hmm but to have some shit that's free and this is where people choose to spend their free time. Mm-hmm. I think that's really dope. Especially during the week. Yeah. I think that, I think that says a lot too. Like this is a place that people choose to spend their free time. Like they're not obligated to spend on money. They don't know me like that. Like they just hear because they genuinely enjoy it. So that mm-hmm. means that they probably be willing to spend money to be here mm-hmm. or be with me or whatever event it is so no it's dope shit um you had some other shout outs as well was it uh what I, I nah it's a new all heads that was it yeah I think I shouted out everybody else oh, okay maybe um do I got any shout outs? Yeah. Shout out to Zay. Appreciate you, big homie. Big Zay has been one of our supporters, man. Yeah, for from, a long time. Yeah, yeah, man, for a long time, man. It always feel good to hear from hear from the people that support us, uh, especially those that have been rocking with us for a minute and then when they say shit like y'all niggas get me through the day or like like we have become a part of their lives like like homie uh uh, take that tuesday oh yeah so we had a drunk ass nigga (laughs) come up to us don't know this nigga i know he was drunk I didn't know he was drunk either till he announced it. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't even, because he said, man, don't be getting on the show talking about some drunk ass nigga. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't until you said that. Now I got to. But shout out to that man, bro. It was dope. It's dope when you walk in the scenes, man. And um, like, take that Tuesday, walking in there, and, you know, you hear your name over the speaker. Uh, you know what I mean, uh, and and then you get you, you get good. love. You know what I mean, like yeah. that. That feels good. Yeah. You know what I mean, like what you do, get some recognition, get some recognition, and people notice it, and all of that shit or whatever. You know, and then you have somebody who, like, I don't know if that that supporter would have walked up to us because I'm not sure if he knows what we look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that that J Mo said that shit. And now he's looking and see, and now he comes up to us. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, that shit was just really dope. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And it's always dope to have your supporters come up and acknowledge you, even though it's like, like I was telling Big Zay, man, like, man, right on for just listening to our shit and making our shit a part of your yeah. fucking, <laughs> you know, a part of your fucking weekly life. Like, it's dope as fuck. It's, it's inexplicable. The least to say, I guess. Uh, so you're not going to Atlanta? That for that mm. that podcast shit? Nah. All right. Uh, 
Well, the I'll weekend, be in Atlanta in two weeks. Not that weekend, though. Uh, the weekend of the podcast festival, and in, uh, I think it's what the twentieth through the twenty second or something like that. Twenty second, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. we gonna be uh, me and Swoop will be in Dallas somewhere, man. So all the homies in Dallas, man, we pulling up on y'all. So we got to record. Early that yeah, week, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> man, shout out to to my homie Nikki Neptune, man. Um, I was on his album Ten Summers. Y'all can stream that shit on iTunes, Spotify. Wherever the fuck y'all want to stream that shit at, it's it's title is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the song Satisfaction. Um, it originally was one of my songs. Um, I just had the hook. I made the beat. I had the hook. I had the first verse. He jumped on it. I don't have a project coming soon enough yet. He has one coming. That's the homie. And so I gave it to him, and he dropped that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And it is the fan favorite of his album. So Mm -hmm. it is the number one on his album on iTunes. Every fucking streaming platform Mm -hmm. is the number one song from his project. So So y'all going to do more work together. um, Yeah, I I wouldn't mind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I would actually actually enjoy it Mm -hmm. because he actually... Not only did it, like he believe in my talent, but the nigga forced me to fucking do, do something. some shit. You know what I mean? And so um, he let me take some of his studio time to record the shit. And then he put me in front of people to perform the shit mm-hmm. um, during his um uh, the release party. High energy performances. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I got a I got a lot of attention afterwards. Yeah, you know what I mean. And now you good for that. Yeah, you good for that. Yeah, like uh, when we did the live show, mm-hmm. you, you showed up. Did I? Yeah. Where? When? I, Our live show? Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was you was on a different time when like it came in time and we got to rapping. Like we did the intro and the mm-hmm. way you walked in, it, you got presents, you got stage presents. Oh shit! Right on. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, ah, uh, that's what we doing. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. So it's time to turn it on, dude. Yeah, the stage is my favorite place to be. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm being honest, that is my favorite place to be. That's where I feel the most comfortable is on that stage, man. I really do. And so with that, I'll also be doing a few cities on his tour Mm -hmm. as well. So um, once we get, once I lock in what dates I will actually be performing in and what's exactly what cities, I'll make sure I'll let y'all know. But yeah, man, it's the stage is where I feel the most comfortable, man. Mm -hmm. It's my, it's kind of a, Alter ego, I guess you could kind of say. Like, there's a switch that kind of happens with me when, when I'm on that stage. Mm-hmm. 
I fucking love it, man. I really do. Can't nobody tell me shit. That's where I'm probably the most egotistical is when I'm on the stage. Like, yeah, I'm that nigga. And I know I'm that nigga. Look at me. Motherfucker, look at me. Yeah. Fuck you mean. Yeah. Man, I'm about to turn this shit on now, boy. (laughs) 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 But, um, shout out to Nikki man for that man because he's he not only like seen something in me um he pushed me to do something about it and also continue to give me opportunities to and so I don't want to I don't want to take that for granted because I do look at a lot of things it's just like God comes in a lot of many different forms you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and so it's like there's things to learn from this shit and so Mm -hmm. of course don't be relying on Nikki but be appreciative, mm-hmm. but this is showing me something. And so I need to Build fucking keep my eyes open and make sure I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So shout out to Nikki Neptune, man. Make sure y'all go stream 10 summers. That's the number 10 summers on all streaming platforms. Um, I believe the track that I am on is number five. That is and it's called satisfaction. So make sure y'all go run that shit up, man. Um, other than that, man, I don't really think I got, I got one more. Okay. Uh, shout out to uh, Mouse P uh, and uh, DJ Lex Luther, man. They got a a, a mixtape they just put out recently, man. I I know uh, I've known Mouse for a long time, man. He used to be one of uh, the homies that used to have one of the dance groups. You know, back in the day when the dance groups used to have all the hoes. Mm-hmm. He used to be one of them. And he started rapping in probably like the mid-2000s, I think. He been doing this thing for a long time, man. And I think they he got posters up all over the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's always dope to see niggas continuing to, to move in that fashion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And his project, he got a lot of shit just pretty dope man I ain't gonna front like I he used a lot of the samples that I fuck with so yeah shout out to Mouse P man man you listen to that June and uh yeah I know you listen to that shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know damn well I did you fuck with it um yeah yeah that's the only thing I've been able to listen to man Mm. yeah you don't fuck with it I ain't saying I don't fuck with it. I do. I fuck. I just recently started fucking with June mm-hmm. first. You know what I mean? And so. Like, I don't know I, how I'm many not, people. I'm not the biggest fan of Lib. You know what I mean? A who? And the Mad Lib, ain't nah, it? It's no, it's Alchemist. Uh, Alchemist. Yeah. Not the biggest fan of all of Alchemist tracks either. I, a lot of people. Have, you know what I mean? Saying, I've heard that. But I, I, I love Alchemist, man. Yeah. But I'm not the biggest fan of Alchemist. Mm-hmm. He's got he got he's got some that mm-hmm. is just like cold blooded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But overall, nah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's I hope I'm not. I don't, do it sound like I'm dissing him? Nah. Yeah, I'm not trying to because I'm a producer as well. So I get that. You, you, and he just don't do what shit, you but, like. You like shit with bounce, and he don't got no bounce. I do, part. but I've I've recently grant, gained a great appreciation for sample producers mm-hmm. you know what i mean and 
But a lot of sample producers can still give you bounce. Yeah. Yeah. But man, you know who actually um helped me gain that respect? Who? Asaya. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the homie uh Saya, man, out in uh damn, I don't know his exact Pennsylvania. I was gonna say I don't know the exact location, but Saya on the beat of what's his tag? If Saya on it, it's a body. I think yeah. that's what he said. Yeah. Man, he's like him showing his process through um uploading tracks that he's working on or shit that we've emailed to each other that's not yet really complete yet Ooh. and shit like that is just like it takes a lot more work and then now I'm getting into sampling mm-hmm. and so it's like it takes a lot more fucking work than what I initially thought to create a sound out of a sound that's already a sound <laughs> like it has a certain sound it has a certain feel it has a certain emotion behind it and then you get to take this shit and create a whole nother emotion and feel out of it man yeah i i i got great respect for for sample producers now, and i listen to sample producers differently i got different respect for kanye production um and i i want to go down a rabbit hole there's some shit that i can't one sample producer Bro, that I just in I don't know I might get fucking slaughtered for this shit, but um, man, I, I RZA. No, I get it. Yeah, man. Like I, I just yeah, I can't. I and like it, it is. I don't know. No, I'm not gonna kill you for that. I can appreciate it, but it ain't. It just it don't hit me like that, man. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no, I got a great respect for uh sample producers now. Yeah. And one of my all of the famous people that fucking exist, and it was actually it was one of my homeboys that actually gave me the appreciation for it. I don't know how I, you don't know how many people I, I don't know how many people I done turned on to June until people tell me like mm-hmm. like it'd be a whole bunch of people that come to me and be like man you was the first nigga to ever tell me about this nigga June is a different nigga to get used to though cause he rap like he don't give a fuck like his whole tone the way that he rapping it just seems like it literally looks like Larry June it feels like Larry June is in the studio in slippers in a robe like he just he just decided to pull up. It was just like, are y'all in here recording? Hey, can I do something? Hey, just no, just turn the mic on. Hey. And that's what it sounds like when he's recording. Like he's. <laughs> hey, I, but what what it what I think about like niggas that I really gravitate towards. It be them type. It of be niggas. them type of niggas, man. <laughs> it just be effortless. <laughs> Like, so him, I fuck with Currency, and this is like my third time having this conversation this week. But, yeah, June, Currency, shit, 40, fucking, even Ghostface, mm-hmm. shit. It, Cause it seemed like Ghost, I fuck with Ghostface. Yeah, it don't, he, he just go up there and just be saying whatever the fuck he want to, man. 
it's the tone of his voice that I like. Like he just he's be he be really passionate sometimes, mm-hmm. and the texture of his voice is about the shit. Like I believe him. Whatever the <laughs> fuck he's saying, like I believe him. Yeah, man. So there's that, man. Hmm. All right. That was a was that a that was a long shout out. Yeah. With some sorry, shit in y'all. between. Sorry, y'all. So, man, this weekend was like um my first like overnight with oh, with, your, with, with my daughter, daughter. Yeah, yeah, for the weekend. Yeah, how was that? Now, now mind you, like I you pick her up. You know, I've been over there Friday. Okay. Um I've been over there, you know, we kicked it, we done hung out, we done went to the movies, we done did all of that shit, you know what I mean? But this was like the first time that it was a um an overnight mm-hmm. like this, so for the weekend. And so I remember talking to her about it beforehand. And I'm like, because I asked her first. Like, I ain't want to just come to it. Like, you're going to be spending. I'm like, would you like to? You know what I mean? Like, would you like to spend weekends with me? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. So I'm like, all right. Like, how you want to do it? Do you want to do, like, you know, Friday to Saturday or Saturday to Sunday? Or what? how she was like, I mean, I could do Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, bet. Let's do that then. Because I, I wanted to do whatever would make her feel comfortable mm-hmm. you know what i mean anything she can get to be around her daddy that's what she want and that shit is crazy because you remember a long time ago on the show i was talking about i was asking people like man how do i how do i fuck with my kids like how do i bond with these little girls how do i hang out with them what do i do with them outside of spending all my money because that's the easy thing that's that's fucking default but i'm like how the fuck as a father do I like if I had a little boy I, I've been a teenage boy before I know how to fuck with them but no you don't well how to fuck with a teenage boy well, I guess it depends on your teenage boy yeah but it was like and so now to be like to see that um, it really it really don't fucking matter like I'm their father and so whatever the fuck I decide I want to do with them, they cool with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, it and it was cool because like the first night we just sat up and watched TV, um, ate some homemade pizza, um, and we sat up and watched TV. I watched the television. She was on her phone watching a whole nother thing with her AirPods in, but we both in the same room together and all mm-hmm. that shit or whatever. And I was trying to finish um, The Night Agent on Netflix. I need to start that. I heard it was dope. Yeah, it was pretty good. It wasn't bad at all. Um, so I wanted to finish that season. And I'm asking her because I'm feeling, I'm, I am feeling a little like, like initially I'm feeling like I got to entertain. You know what I mean? Like you're here for the weekend. Like I got to entertain. Cool dad shit. Huh? That's that cool dad shit. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm asking her, I'm just like, you good? And I could tell when she's like genuinely excited and happy and all of that shit. And she was good. Like she was just good, just chilling. Mm-hmm. And then um the next day, I'm like, Alright, um, I went to work, came back, 
as soon as I come in, I'm like, all right. So she, okay. She got a teacher that listen to this shit. Hey, listen, Mr. Teacher Man, don't be no motherfucking snitch, all right? <laughs> but them little shits that she be having to do for class when she got to write raps and shit, I be writing that shit, all right? Why'd you put that out there? Because she enjoys it and she loves it. And so it brings me to my next thing. And I'm like, hey, all of them, you know, you done a few raps and shit and did all that. Did you like doing that and performing that and all of that shit? She said, yeah. I said, so how you feel about us doing a whole song together? Start to finish. Making the beat, writing the song, recording it and all of that. And she instantly was just like, you just made me have the boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey. She got nervous as fuck. <laughs> she been making your beats, nigga. She been making my beats. Yeah, yeah she, she made has. the intro. Yeah, she did. Oh, she did. <laughs> yeah. She did, y'all. Y'all, yep, she actually did. The, um, the drum pattern, the 808 and that kick was not originally what it is now um i had something completely different and this was shit how old was she let's just say let me see what's the intro was done what swoop got locked up I, i'm sorry i got due time last 2010 yeah, yeah. <laughs> swoop was locked up 2010 this beat was made before then mm-hmm yeah, so the intro beat that y'all hearing is actually was probably actually produced. Let's just say, at the, the two thousand nine. Let's just say two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Liana was the one who came up with the with the uh, percussion pattern for that, and she was just sitting there doing it on my keyboard, and that's how the intro has that too. Do, do, do. And then mm-hmm. the beat dropping it like that was her. <laughs> yep. And she was just a child. Yeah, I forgot all about this shit. Yep. Damn. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I got a video of her. Damn, I'm thinking about all this shit. I got a video of her somewhere playing a triad chord. I was showing her a triad chord. Anyways, um, but she was super excited, man, and um. It was a dope moment for me as well, especially because me and her are really tight. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like we do have one of those relationships where we don't have to fucking move around and do a whole like her being here is her getting out the house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like we got to go and do it, which I plan on it. You know what I mean? But it ain't like we got to go and do a whole bunch of outside shit and all of that or whatever. Her just being here is enough for her and being around me and shit. Um, and so it was a dope experience, man, to, to see her actually producing some shit and doing some shit. And then for her to also see me at work and really paying attention and being like, and she was just like, dad, you're really dope. Mm -hmm. It was like her first time seeing me outside of being her father. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so that was a dope feeling too. And being able to just kind of like share 
share who I am as a man to my daughter instead of just sharing me yeah, as a father. Dollar. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's why, like, even over this this weekend, like, I talked to her, and I'm like, I got this music video to shoot and shit. Wait, did I bring that up? I think no. I did. I just started talking about the tour dates. Yeah. So um, uh, this weekend, I'll be shooting a music video. So listen, like, if somebody, if y'all want to be some some extras or some shit like that, make sure y'all hit me in the DMs to see what we can figure out or whatever. But um, I'm like, shit, yeah, you could come. Like, you could come, like, see me being a man outside of being your father. Like, you could be there unless, like, until the unless some half-naked bitches get to start running around, then I need to you need to go somewhere else or some shit like that. I don't want to sacrifice the quality of this music video. (laughs) 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 Just because my daughter is here. Mm -hmm. Because all we need is one. That's the only thing I give a fuck about. All we need is one song to pop. Mm -hmm. Don't need a whole project. All you need is one song. And so if this will be the one for me, I'm not going to sacrifice the visuals. <laughs> I'm not saying it like that, but I'm saying it like that because I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Baby, go to the car. And here's the thing, though, man. I don't, I don't mind it being that shit, but it got to make sense. Like, don't just have. Don't just have half naked bitches in the video just to be there. Like, make it make sense. Y'all got a treatment? Huh? We were supposed to talk about it tonight. The nigga supposed to be here. So we supposed to go more into it. We got the beginning and the intro of how we supposed to do the shit or whatever. We got, like, less than a week to come up with the whole concept, mm-hmm. location, everything. But it can be done. Um... But it it was really dope, man, bringing my daughter into the fold of what I love to do and then seeing... Like seeing her see me outside of being her father, just seeing me is just like, she was just like, man, you are really dope. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that felt good, man. That was really dope. Um, that was pretty much, yeah, my weekend for the most part. I cooked for her, and I honestly haven't really cooked. It's kind of hard to cook in a house full of chefs. I'm not a chef Mm -hmm. You know what I mean And so Yeah Hey You gotta give Just Just try Mm -hmm. Do what you can do I'll make enough for me Myself And I Cause the moment That a chef Hit my Ugh (laughs) What the fuck is this What if you just tell you Like look man this shit. The fuck this is shit you trying to do with this? What what I imagine him saying? I don't imagine him telling you that. He'll be like, "Man, next time, add a little bit of this." I don't know, man. Depends on which soup you're getting. That is true. <laughs> you might hurt my feelings, man. That is true. <laughs> don't hurt my feelings, man. Yeah, you gotta catch them early. Don't catch them yeah. after after no shift. Yeah, and by early, I mean so yeah, just make breakfast. <laughs> nah, just make breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with breakfast. I can do that shit, but yeah. 
Have any of have either of one of us ever hurt your feelings? Ever? Yeah. Yeah. All the fucking time. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> just <laughs> you just deal with the shit. Like, <laughs> damn, that's fucked up. All right. Uh, I get it. Yeah, you're right. I guess it's part of the territory when yeah. you dealing with your niggas, Hell man. Yeah. Motherfucker gonna hurt your feelings, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. I know I hurt your feelings before. Yeah, man. Yeah. All my niggas that hurt my feelings before. Yeah, and it don't be intentional, man. Of course so, not. Like, uh, Everything is really out of love, and that's about. Like, I think that's one of the things that it makes it easier for niggas to bounce back from. Like, like we can recognize, like, especially once you're amongst your people, it's easier to kind of like, like, you can put your pride to the side a little bit or your ego to the side a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because the only reason that your feelings is hurt sometimes is because you know that you need to hear this shit, but you ain't know it's going to come out like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to come off like that. And then you didn't know the three other niggas was going to join in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Join in with the shit or whatever. But it's like, these is your people. And you, you know that it's coming from a place of love. And yeah, you only if know it's that. it's going to come from anybody, I, I probably wouldn't be able to receive it from nobody but these niggas. Yeah. You and the only I mean? reason that you know that it comes from a place of love is because there were past instances where they've shown you so much love before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you're able to kind of like pull from that love reserve. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, that's the thing that so that's the thing that um, I, I'll expound upon a little bit more for people who don't understand what I mean by the love, love reserve. reserve. So in most like relationships, right, <clears throat> especially when they're going bad or it's some negative shit or negative feelings and emotions, a lot of times like. Um, negative emotions weigh more than positive emotions, right? So when you put them on a scale, you could have 10,000 positive emotions on a scale and just a thousand negatives and that shit will, you know, may weigh out. Mm-hmm. So negative emotions weigh more than positive emotions. And so because of that, there's this reserve of negative feelings that people keep. And so when it comes to someone that they love or somebody that they fucking with or it ain't even got to be somebody they love really it could just be a motherfucker that they fucked with when it comes to a certain interaction with them they'll always go back to that um i don't want to say hate but negative just too many syllables um but (laughs) love reserve just sounds better it rolls off the Mm -hmm. tongue better you know what i mean but the negative reserve um everything gets stored in there, but there's really no love reserve. And so whenever a person does something, even if it coming from, even if it's coming from a place of love, you will always revert back to your negative reserve to try to interpret what this love means. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? And so it always taints the love that somebody's trying to show you because you've attached this negative feeling to it. And then what will end up happening is people think they're hiding it, but we can see it. I can see that you're feeling some type of way and you're trying to fucking hide it or you're doing some shit or you're questioning me every time I'm trying to show you some love or be grateful or or even trying to make up for some shit that I've done before. I'm mm-hmm. trying to make up in a genuine way until eventually a motherfucker get tired of doing that shit and be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. It's too much. I'm I'm done. I tried. And it gives you the excuse to be able to say, like, I knew it. I knew I knew eventually the motherfucker was going to leave me. or I knew eventually the motherfucker was going to do this or do that. But the reality is you've only been pulling your emotions of this person from a negative reserve. Like, you didn't even reserve none of the love, mm-hmm. none of the positive things, none of the good things. <clears throat> and so... When I said that earlier, it's just like when it comes to the homies and shit in our circle, like we, it's easier, to, it's easy to pull from the love reserve because I, it's, 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 it's just fresh on your mind, even though in the moment shit can be really fucking intense, but the next day is, is like, that's my fucking brother. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's easy to pull from that love reserve and I think there's some women that can do that with their with their circle, but I think I feel like in general that negative reserve they hold on to that a lot fucking stronger. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, in some instances I get it, right? Because man, reality is women have been fucking done dirty, especially women of color. What the fuck they got to do with me? I mean, I get that, but I can see why they would be. On high alert about a lot of stuff. And anxiety is up all of the fucking time. Like their anxiety is always up looking for danger. Mm-hmm. All of the fucking time. They're all like they're always looking for the wrong and shit. And why won't this work? Or they like they're always looking for that. And it's a self-preservation mechanism, you know what I mean? And they just want to save themselves all of the time. So I get why it happens but that don't mean that you're not fucking wrong like just because you're in self survival mode and all of that shit don't mean that you didn't misinterpret this whole fucking thing mm-hmm. so two things could be right like yeah you have the right to want to protect yourself but also you fucked up <laughs> mm. and that's the part where you start arguing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the thing you start arguing about, man. Because, uh, so, well, speaking about interpretation of shit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I had a conversation uh, at brunch with Brittany and them, man, and we was talking about um, where'd y'all go to uh, to brunch? Blancas. I feel like I fucking. Smacked loud than a bitch. You did. We we went to Blancas. Okay. Um, So, for those that don't know, Blancas is where Swoop. Yeah, Swoop Restaurant. Swoop Restaurant. Get there. Last time I was there, 
uh, the 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 waiter came back to the kitchen and just like, man, that white man said this is the best wings he ever had in his fucking life. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Blancas is B L A N K U S, Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. Um, yeah, we was talking about like assholes because she was like actual assholes. Nah, oh. like. <laughs> You, you try to be funny, nigga. <laughs> Continue. Man. All right. So, uh, so, um, uh, she was uh, she was asking about one of my other homies. She was like, "Yeah, I man, he seemed like an asshole." I said, "Yeah, he is, but shit, so am I." She mm-hmm. was like, "But your asshole different." She was, <laughs> 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 nah, she was like you an asshole but you don't know you being an asshole uh-huh. that's just who you are mm-hmm. you know what I mean like nah he be trying to be an asshole this? nah okay. uh, she was like you an asshole you just you don't know you being an asshole nah he just like being an asshole mm-hmm. you know what I mean and it's different mm-hmm. like I can see that, mm-hmm. you know because I, I do a lot of ass. I'm, I might say a lot of asshole shit, mm-hmm. but I'm not really an asshole. Man, I don't be intentionally trying to be no asshole. Sometimes I just, I don't think you're I an asshole. I just think you're out of pocket. Like same thing we said on the last episode. Like you ain't an asshole. You just out of pocket. Mm-hmm. An asshole is. Being an asshole is a character trait. Out of pocket is just a state of being. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're an asshole, that's like this. Like yeah, he's a great artist. He's a pianist. He's an asshole. Like he. This is just a. Mm-hmm. No, maybe so. That's maybe. So. Is there a skillful asshole? Most assholes are skilled. Well, if you look on Pornhub. Yeah, you're right about that. Do I know said person that they were talking about? Yes. Was it me? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Because I could be an asshole, but I don't think I've I've been an asshole to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I don't think so. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. Yeah. And shout out to Array as well, man. They're supposed to be coming through next weekend as well, and. I was supposed to go to church today, and I didn't. I'm excited to work with them. This is my first time working with a singing group, and so it's challenging me. Um, it's challenging me on the overall. Honestly, if I'm thinking about it, production. It's challenging me on um, recording. Uh, track actually tracking out the vocals and it's challenging me on mixing the vocals which i think that's the fun part i'll i'll, I'll be the, the mixing the vocals is the fun part because that's when i get to manipulate sound and make sure it sound how i want it to sound or whatever but no they're, they're definitely challenging me um oh man this nigga just asked that white woman to marry him and she <laughs> said yeah yeah He's very proud that his wife is Chill out. Who was that dude? Yeah. That, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I'm very proud that my wife is Hubert white. Hubert Davis. Yeah. The coach of uh, uh, the Tar Heels. 
Uh, question. Okay. You at the Cavs game. You at no, we're watching the Pacers and the Cavs. You at yeah. the game, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with your old lady. And what's that sitting next to him? <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a bed. Was it? It was. All right. You on a date? Oh man. You on a date with this woman? You, oh man, I know you at going. the game or whatever. Uh huh. Oh man. They kiss, the kiss cam come up. Oh man. Yeah, y'all come up on the kiss cam. Y'all might not have ever kissed before. You go you kiss just her. Ask. I mean, you just ask it. I mean, you laying in like you want to do this. Just do it real quick. Hey, you want to do this? So you ask for consent first. Yeah. Okay. You want to do this? If she say nah, then nah. Okay. But then that's when you. Like I'm this fin- the last day. <laughs> Finna go get some milk. <laughs> you just stay there. <laughs> Depends on how she say nah. All these people. Nah, but nah, you just ask. You know what I mean? You don't, it ain't, nah, it ain't got to be that big a deal. You just fucking ask. That's most things. You just fucking ask. Mm. And, like, put your pride and the ego to the side and accept the fucking answer. Yeah. That's really what it boils down to. Motherfuckers who get shitty about a fucking answer to their question is a motherfucker who already walked into it. That's the looking too. for. Yeah. Not looking you, for a specific answer. You asked me this question and I gave you the answer. And now you're it's, shitty. Yeah. Does that mean you expected a fucking answer yeah, that, that I didn't give to yeah. you? So why did the fuck did you ask me this? Because you really weren't curious about what I thought. You was more so trying to feed your own ego or pride or your own curiosity of trying to get confirmation of your thoughts or whatever the fuck it was instead of just fucking listening to me. I realized too. One of my triggers is not being seen and not being heard on a deeper level. Like, mm. that's a trigger for me. And I didn't realize that. Like, that's something that'll quickly make me, like, stop fucking with a person. Like, mm. if I feel like you're, you're committed to not hearing me, like, what else do I have to give to you then? Because I'm, I'm not a very... I could be surface, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't mean shit to me then. Like, you're not that important to me if our relationship is strictly surface. What? I don't know. I don't believe that. Listen. There's some relationships that thrive just being on surface. I I won't say that they thriving, maybe surviving. But as far as like thriving, I don't know. Like it's some people that you you get with, you hang with, and you could just go out and have drinks with. Y'all have a good time when y'all out, y'all. But as far as when it comes to like death, they don't know a whole lot about you. You don't know a whole lot about them. Yeah. And it's thriving. It's it's because it's serving that relationship is serving its purpose. You getting what it, what you need from that relationship. You don't have to reach. You don't have to reach a deeper level with that motherfucker. 
But at the at the like in for that instance, same vein, for instance, that's you not, and Nikki, you and you and Nikki, y- y'all y'all have deep in depth conversations about y'all personal lives. Uh, not yet. But, y'all but there's have, a there's a that's my homie. There's a a relationship that is building. Exactly. You know what I mean. And it's thriving. Yeah. You know okay, what I mean? yeah, okay, okay, I get your point. Yeah. That ain't what I'm talking about, though. But I can see why you would say that, because the way that I presented it. So let me figure out a way to... You talking about romantic relationships. I mean, that too. But I wasn't even thinking... I'm thinking about... Because me and Nikki have a relationship... Uh, Neptune. Me and Neptune have a relationship based upon our craft yeah let's say that yeah our craft Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so there's common ground and we can like iron sharpens iron type shit Mm -hmm. or whatever you know what i mean so it's not like just a regular like like person that like i don't share that with you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so as far as just like some surface shit it's just like i don't see the it's, it's not so there's 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 already some type of common ground being that y'all both share yeah the same and, there, love and there's, of the this, craft. there's this mutual respect yeah you know what i mean amongst the craft that we have with each other you know what i mean and that's building the relationship you know what i mean to the point where we can get to a point of just like hey man i ain't no shit what you got going you know what I mean? Man, you mm-hmm. want to go shoot some pool or something? You want, you know what I mean? Something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or just like shoot the shit. So let's have some drinks and shoot the shit or whatever. Because there was a point where like he posted something that I seen and I hit him up. I'm just like, hey man, you need some music therapy, nigga? Like I'm here at the studio right now. I'm just working on some shit. If you want to come through just to come come through, like I ain't, I ain't got to ask you details about whatever the fuck it is or whatever. But nigga, if you, if you need some music therapy, man, just come on through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and so, but I'm saying those those relationships that honestly don't serve you. Like you just you just know this person. You know what I mean, and the only time y'all talk is when y'all just so happen to be in the same place at the same time. Like those are not very meaningful relationships to me. And it's not to say that it doesn't have any type of value to me, but it's like you're not somebody that I call um, when I'm going through shit, which, mind you, is unfair to anybody, honestly, yeah. because when I'm going through shit, I don't call nobody. So, um, I, don't, I don't think that's fair in, in a sense in, in general just because what, like, what if – what if it that person does want to get to that deeper level with you? It, it's mm-hmm. just you standoffish. That don't mean I'm being standoffish. I'm just saying that's not the relationship that we have. Doesn't mean that we can't have it. Okay, but yeah. what if they what if they be going out their way to try to do it, and it's just like, yo, I don't know you like that. Yeah, yo, why you telling me all of this shit? Initially, that's what you're gonna be like. Not me personally. 
I'm too empathetic of a person and compassion and understanding and shit. And so, I get that too. But yeah, sometimes it be like, person, hey, we don't know each other like that. It depends on what they coming to me and talking to me about. Okay. Been, hey, yo, that is not a part of your life that I give a fuck to know about. <laughs> All right. But. I would try. I, I will try my best, and also try my best to be like if somebody comes to me to want to talk to me about something, I do look at it like, especially if it's something of depth, and especially if we haven't talked about it before, I do sent feel a sense of like responsibility, uh, not responsibility, but uh, privilege. Like I'm the person that you decided that you, so you for some it. reason you trust me. You feel safe to be enough able to, to have yeah. this conversation with me. And so I'll I'll try and cater to that and try and be there for you the best way that I can or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that will transform that may transform our relationship from just this surface relationship to something more to what you want. Yeah. Well, and I won't say what I want, nah, but just something more what you want. in depth. Yeah, the or, way you care about I'm, it. I'm not saying that either. <laughs> I'm not saying none of that either because I have my I have my people I can get in depth with and all of that shit. And I'm comfortable with the circle of people that I have. No, I'm talking about the initial statement where, you know what I mean, you said if everything is just surface. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of fucking meaning to it. But I'm talking about, so if they come into you with something that in depth and it's personal to them. Mm-hmm. Will you then, in fact, sh- open up and share what's important to you? Um, sometimes, if what they're talking about, I'm able to um, relate to in some form or fashion that'll help them um, process their thoughts and feelings. And so I could kind of tell them a bit of, of my story a little bit and help them get through there. So, yeah, sometimes I will. Yeah. Man, I, I I don't know. This is some. Maybe we should button this up and then come back to that. But uh, so you finna say something totally different? Yeah. All right, because I got something else to talk about too. Okay. All right. Now I'm gonna take a piss first. All right. All right. Hey, we'll be right back, bitch. All right. So um, I had a, a breakthrough. Oh. Mm. Just like I was able to tie some things into like something from my childhood. Just oh shit. Oh, this is your first time being able to do that. Nah. Okay. But it was impactful. Yeah. Maybe okay. it something. It was just something that made me really think. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. That's probably why. All right. So I recognize why. I be gunshot on making like the first move with it when it come to like women, like somebody that I'm intimate with. And, like even though she's throwing the signs and shit of intimate with, I mean interested in. No, intimate with. Yeah, and you saying like, if like throwing ooh, the first move, like <clears throat> but you already intimate. Hold with Hold up, right? no, okay, no, like okay. me and her, me and this woman is chilling, and she giving me all the signs that she want to fuck. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I. I I'll be nah. You gonna have to initiate that before I yeah. I make that move because. Yes. All right. So. Uh, so when I was a kid, right, I was maybe like six years old, and um, I was like being babysat by somebody, 
And there was another little girl there. She was probably like maybe one and a half, maybe two. Babysitter was a lady? Yeah. And she had some titties. <laughs> nah. Okay. Uh so the little girl, mm-hmm. I think the babysitter was asleep. We was watching TV or whatever, and the babysitter, she was sleeping on the couch for a minute. Mm-hmm. And the little girl, she had like this yellow spaghetti strap dress. I'd never forget this shit. Mm-hmm. And her shoulder, like the strap fell off her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up and tried to put it back up for her. And the babysitter woke up and saw that. And according to the babysitter, she thought I was trying to undress that little girl. Mm. And I remember she hit me with a balloon stick. Mm. Gave me like a little whooping, you know what I mean? And then I remember for eight hours, like that whole day, she made me sit in the corner in the bathroom. Talk about perception. Yeah. Like she, had, I had to sit in the corner of the bathroom <clears throat> that whole day until my mom came and picked me up. And then she told my mom what happened. And then my mom didn't believe me. And I got an ass whooping from that. Mm. You know what I mean? So I was like, damn, that's... And then it made me put... Like, I finally tied it in to like, damn, that's probably why I don't... Mm-hmm. Like, I be needing confirmation that like, yeah, this is okay. And I'm gonna need <laughs> you to say that yeah. before, I, <laughs> before I make the move. Yeah. And I was like, damn. That's fucked up. I'm really trying to think of jokes, but (laughs) (laughs) but the reality is there's this like one. I'm I'm like happy for you that you even was able to like do that. But it is this like fucked up feeling, especially like when it first started happening when you start realizing how much of your adult life is affected by shit, shit that happened when you yeah. were just a fucking child. Yeah. Like there's a, it's, it's a feeling that happens just like, and this is like when you hit. And so like, once you realize it and you hear it, start hearing people say like, you need to work on your inner child before you realize that and come to those conclusions. Motherfucker sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. Like fuck you mean work mm-hmm. on my inner child. I'm a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you come to those type of conclusions, uh, uh, revelations, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy feeling, man. But that is, it's dope that you was able to, and you did that on your own, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dope that you was able to even do that on your own. That says a lot about you, because most motherfuckers need a long time of therapy before they can even get to that fucking point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's dope for you that you was able to do that. You start seeing other shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And like, and, and I have over time, but I, I just never understood why that was a thing for me until, and I wasn't even looking for that. It's That's just, all I was trying to say. Like, what made you? Yeah, even, what, I wasn't what? even looking for that. I was just talking about that happening to me, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Damn, that's probably why." That's generally how Damn. it happens, actually. Yeah. Because I can talk about <clears throat> stories from shit from my childhood, and then I'll end up being like. Yeah, I'm damn near kind of like that same nigga, just an adult version yep. of it now. <laughs> like, huh. But some of that shit is like, it's like, just because now I get it and I can correlate it and I can understand it, 
what you do. Don't with that mean now. I gotta fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like if 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 this trauma is saving me from a rape case. <laughs> yeah. Then- <laughs> for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. But at least now I get it mm-hmm. and I understand why I am the way I am. I feel better. And it's probably just, it's just gonna make you a little bit more like it. it so what happens is it's, it's, it'll probably hmm. Hmm. it would have got you some more pussy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you would have been able to articulate yeah. why you're hesitant. Yeah, you know what I mean to to make that type of move you mm-hmm. know what i mean man it's funny that we talking that you bring that up too because um i mean i seen a i seen a video of a woman talking about how i really wish we had video for this yeah that would have been dope unfortunately our videographer uh, media row is not here today yeah Still respect and put some respect mm-hmm. on this night. Yep, for sure, for sure. But um Shout out to him too, because I know he's doing some family shit. He'll be back next week. Yeah. Um wait, wait, what's that? Okay, yeah, yeah, next week, right? Um But I've seen this video, man. It was it was a woman. So, you know, the 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 general uh complaint of men in a relationship is we always have to initiate sex. I saw that. You saw that video? Yeah. Yeah. And With so for the, the people women. who haven't who haven't seen it, I'll explain it. So there was a woman and they were on the podcast. They was they were on the podcast and they were talking about how they didn't sit there and they didn't took their showers. They didn't got cleaned up. They didn't put on their lingerie. They didn't got into the bed. They didn't did the little booty scoot that they yep. all y'all all do and did all of that shit or whatever. She said, and, yeah. And touch my booty. And the niggas, so I seen two things from it. So the main thing that, of course, I'll talk about that, but I, I seen the niggas on the show was like, no, that ain't good enough. Yeah, it ain't consent. Everybody Not even it. the fact that it ain't consent, but it, it's like, it, that ain't good enough. So when I seen that right there, and then f- the fact that like, like women say things sometimes, and then a man tells how That's they still not feel about it. Sex. Not even saying that. I'm saying, nigga, you, you, you yeah. I'm killing. Nah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, my point that I'm saying right yeah. now is a lot of times a man will tell you exactly how they feel and then they don't want to hear it. But it's like, no matter what the fuck you're talking about, if we're telling you that this is how, as a man, we think, then that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how many hoops you jump through, how many. If I'm telling you, Nah, that ain't it. Quit trying to force me to get on your program. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me a goddamn thing if you're not willing to hear what the fuck I'm actually saying mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, nah. And then as soon as I say like, nah, that don't work for me. Now, your men are stupid. <laughs> you know, like 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 yeah. you, you jump straight to it's like, bitch. So, but the other part was doing all of that is a passive way of still trying to put the responsibility of initiating sex on the man. 
And she, so she was like, what I'm supposed to do? Just pull pull out your dick, start sucking your dick. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly <laughs> what you're supposed to do. Please do that. The fuck? Yes. Man, I don't think uh all right, hold on, let me see my drink. So there's men who've experienced this, and I don't think that women are aware that this is what's going on in a man's head when the shit is happening. All right. A man is just chilling, doing his thing, whatever the fuck his thing is, he's doing it. The woman, she's horny. She wants to fuck. Nine times out of ten, she's been horny for more than just that moment. Like, she's probably been horny all day. Mm-hmm. She's probably been horny for the last hour. Some shit she's seen on TV. Pussy marinates. You know what I mean? It's, it's not always a case of just, like, pussy is just microwave ready. Like, that shit, it marinates. So, it's a, it, it be taking time. So, by the time she comes to you and let you know she's horny, she's been horny. Mm-hmm. And... She comes to say, man, um, lets him know in her own little ways. But then she becomes a starfish once they get to the bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. She doesn't do much uh, foreplay for the man <laughs> to get him together, to get him ready. She just announces the fact that she is horny. horny And she want to fuck. And she want to fuck. I'm telling you, women, sex is a chore for men as well. (laughs) That shit can feel like a fucking chore. If you are not getting me together, nigga, have you ever had to get yourself together in this pussy in front of you? (laughs) (laughs) it's a pussy in front of you but you gotta get yourself together to fuck this said pussy in front of you yeah because this motherfucker ain't doing shit to 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 help you get there it's a tragic story man Mm -hmm. it's traumatizing honestly this is a traumatic event amongst men yeah there's whole aa groups about this shit (laughs) Man. Bitch, don't put out anonymous like this shit. <laughs> Bitch, don't put out <laughs> like <laughs> that's the show title. Like the shit is traumatizing to us, okay? Uh-huh. And so it's, it's get so traumatizing to the point where when a woman is aggressively pursuing us, we don't trust her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who sent you? Who said? Why you on me like this? Yeah. What disease you got, bitch? <laughs> Why you own me like this? It's traumatizing. I'm just saying, listen, men like foreplay as well, all right? And men have their own versions of foreplay. Me, I like to feel a woman's femininity. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my thing. I, li- I like to feel a woman's femininity, whether it's the the the, the uh, uh, gentle. No, see what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, fuck it. The gentle caresses, mm-mm. the nurturing nature, you know, the, I like all of this. Like a woman's femininity is like I, I fuck with that. I like that, and I like aggression. 
but you get you you can't be aggressive until you start until you until you start getting me going. Like, don't just come in fucking aggressive, and you ain't even like, bitch. I got a whole chicken wing in my mouth. What the fuck are you doing? What you mean? Nah, no. Okay, what's your form? what's your definition of aggression? <laughs> What's your like, definition I, I of say like straightforward, like not no, not not coming in slapping me and shit like that. Like, okay, well, yeah, no, nah, okay. not no shit like that. But okay, just like direct and straightforward. Yeah, some of that I still I still like a little, little. I don't know. I I yeah. I got to start off with different. I I want to feel your femininity first. I want to feel that shit. Yeah, who don't? Yeah. Before you go straight to, like, if you, yeah, like if she got me motherfucking there and she rubbing my dick through my pants and shit and caressing me and rubbing it down, she just like pull your motherfucking pants down. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you do it, like, yeah, like, like, but let me. No, I mean, like, get me there first before you just start like coming in with the, with the shit or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I fuck with both of them too, but it's like it's technique. Mm-hmm. It's technique. Don't come in. Don't come in selfish. I don't be liking that shit. Don't come in selfish. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. But I don't even know how we got there. How do we get there? Oh, the trauma. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we was talking uh-huh. about the the that Instagram post with the dudes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Listen, women, niggas do not always, in the beginning, it's a lot easier for everything to turn both of y'all on and y'all just turn on about everything about each other or whatever. But at some point in time, sex does become intentional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes, some point in time throughout the relationship, sex is intentional. That doesn't mean that it's scheduled or that doesn't mean they're like this or whatever but it's intentional so even for men like if you wanna fuck your old lady or whatever you gotta know what turns her on what gets her going and then you gotta start earlier than the bedroom like you can't wait until the bedroom to start doing the shit mm-hmm. and for a lot of men a lot of times that's the same way unless you go straight to just sucking his dick like you go straight to sucking his dick it's it's the man. Not never mind. You better say that don't work. Hmm? It'll work. <laughs> you say it'll work. It'll work. Yeah. But to get what you actually looking for from that nigga, mm-hmm. it starts before you get to the bedroom. You think so? Uh. <laughs> uh. Have you not experienced that before? I said, I accept. I have. 
was that better? Is was it more enjoyable for you to have sex in that moment than it was than rather than just no, no, <laughs> it was all say, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, like I think where I'm at now mm-hmm. might be different. You know what I mean? Just because I I got a lot more different shit to worry about. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Bob, what you mean by starting earlier? What do you mean? We we were talking about teenage. No, how old that's are not we talking about? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll I'll speak for me specifically, right? A woman and her femininity, and that goes from her her touch to her nurturing nature. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Oh, um, hell yeah, that makes a hell of a world of a difference. You yeah. know what I mean? You come in the house. Yeah. House man. smell good. You know what I mean? Dinner prepared. <laughs> Sounds chauvinistic. Where's my dinner? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit like that. It's like. Yeah. Or even just like watching her cook and you notice she's cooking this shit for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you and you kind of, and you there with her, interacting with her, and you, and yeah. Like that shit right there. Like it starts earlier. Like the dick that you looking for, it starts right there. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you feel like that was it? It's more. Have you experienced that? I should say. It's been a long time. Yeah. Do you remember what it felt like though? But you remember it happened, but you don't remember what you can't connect to it. In a way, he was like, yeah, that was probably some really good pussy. That was really good. It was a really great connection of sex. Uh, Do you feel like you got better pussy when that happened? <laughs> that, don't uh, answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> My whole point <laughs> My whole point is mm, Sex can become mature for men as well Alright yeah. <laughs> Cause niggas have a lot of shit on their mind And then you just come in here Tell me some fuck me You ain't even suck my dick or nothing Like you barely even said hello to me I didn't even realize that you was even Gave a fuck that I was here today, and now all of a sudden you just like, come and give me some dick, nigga. <laughs> the fuck is going on here? Sex can be a chore for men as well. Make sure y'all cater to your men, okay? Yeah. Y'all want yeah, love, yeah. fellas? Cater to your lady too, but we that well, this is not that type of show. Yeah, this is. I won't say it's, <laughs> it's not. I'm not saying it's not that type of show. I'm just saying today is not that type of episode. Yeah, that's not what we <laughs> own. Yeah, we're strictly talking about, about y'all. niggas and our needs, yeah. and we're talking to y'all. Cater to your nigga, and that shit starts before the fucking bedroom. We get it. You want to be desired. Your self-esteem wants to be boosted, and your ego and your pride wants to be stroked by your nigga as well. Guess what? His does too. Mm-hmm. All right? And you don't need the bitch down there at the motherfucking uh, Piggly Wiggly <laughs> doing that shit for him. 
because they or, ain't even fucking. Or but for some reason, that bitch stay on his goddamn mind yeah. because she the only one stroking his motherfucking ego. While your monkey ass is sitting there like, so you're going to get us addicted there or no? Do what? Why did she sound like Fat Albert? I don't know, man, because that's just <laughs> in my head where they just don't give a fuck. Like, they just sound like the fucking roach from Men in Black 1. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the fucking roach dude with all the goddamn sugar. <laughs> I'm just saying. So what was that? that you, we done here? No. So, man, here's one other thing that I want to talk about before we wrap up. I'm beginning to believe. Oh, okay, let me ask you this. Me. Yes. You. Okay. Have you ever had your partner want to come and vent to you? <laughs> yeah. No solution, no nothing. They just want to kind of like yeah. dump on you. Yeah. And how? Man, it's the worst. Me, me, okay. How? How? How do you feel in that moment when it's happening? Like honestly, like how do you truly feel in that moment? Emotional dumping on somebody is really toxic. Yeah. Cause what I'm supposed to do with this now. Exactly. I think venting to your partner is a toxic thing. Venting. And when I say venting, I want people to understand what I mean when I say this, when I say venting, I mean, truly just dumping. Mm -hmm. You want someone to just listen, mm -hmm. not try to fix it, not try to solve it. You just want to dump on them. You just want to vent to them. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to vent. I do think that it is toxic to do that on your partner because venting if you're venting to someone that is of a um, certain emotional or mental intelligence, there can be some understanding. Like I can, like a person can hear what you're saying and then kind of like break it down in their own head and get a little bit of better understanding about you. Mm -hmm. But the, and that's, that's the um, giving of the relationship. But in most cases, venting takes, mm-hmm. It doesn't give. Mm -hmm. And so when you're done venting to your significant other, you'll feel relieved. You feel like, huh? But all you did was transfer all your negative bullshit to mm -hmm. them. Yep. And then you're wondering <laughs> like why they seem to be kind of sort of in the mood. And that person may not even understand why they're in the mood. Or why they feel a certain way or why they just need a break for a minute. Like they just want to go sit down and chill real quick. They don't mm -hmm. want to like, you don't understand why this happening. You're feeling better, but this person now is feeling in a negative space. Mm -hmm. I really believe that venting to your significant other can be toxic. Or if you're going to do it, at least prepare your partner emotionally and mentally. So if you're going to vent to your partner after you vent, allow them to have their own time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to vent to your partner, 
you need to get away from them or something. Give them <laughs> some time. Some space. Yeah, give them some space after you decided to vent to them. And let them know beforehand what you are about to get ready to do. Because what you're doing is unloading on them. Mm-hmm. And you're just dumping your shit on them. And you don't even know what fucking day they've had already. Mm. And what they're fucking holding on to. And so uh, I, I, and it happens. It happens so often where, and I get it because your partner is your person. You know what I mean? That's who you want to talk to all of the time. But we have to be cognizant of the fact that like, this is my person. I don't Mm want to hurt them. I don't want them to feel down or drained. I don't want them like all of that shit or whatever. And so it's like, if you're going to do that, at least talk to a man and let them know, like, it's some shit today. What space are you in? You know what I mean? They're like, are you emotionally or mentally equipped to just kind of like hear my shit Mm -hmm. right now and give them the opportunity to be like, no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no, but give me a, give me a, give me a few ticks, man. And I, and I'll be be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be able to do it. You know what I mean? But like to just come in and dump on somebody even though this is your person, your life partner, whatever, that shit is toxic because it takes away from your relationship. The energy that you want me to give you, the love. After that. Yeah. I can't give to you now because I got to dig myself out of the bullshit you just dumped on me. Mm -hmm. Especially if I just got to listen. Like, I can't provide no solutions or nothing. (coughs) Uh, Like... What what am I supposed to do with this now? Mm-hmm. I need to go blow some steam off. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you seem like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to make her not want to talk to you no more. Yep. And now she's not going to talk to you about the shit that she actually needs to talk to you about because she's not allowed to dump her venting emotions on you when what y'all need to be talking about is an actual discussion that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's tied all of that shit together into the whole and so yeah. Don't get me wrong. Niggas do this shit too. But this episode Yeah. <laughs> this episode we talking about y'all. So y'all just be mindful of that. And I get it. You love your nigga. That's your man. That's your king. He's 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 your person, your best friend to you. I get that. But be mindful because a good man ain't going to say shit to you about it. You know what I mean? He's going to try his best to be as supportive as he can. And deal with it. To you and just deal with it. But deep down, he's really like... Shut this could have waited. Up. I mean, or that, <laughs> or this could have waited. Like she didn't even ask me about my fucking day before she started. Like mm-hmm. she just came in. Guess what? Like she didn't even. She don't know what my day has been. What emotional or mental toll that I've been through today already. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all cognizant of that shit, man. Um. I feel like I had one more thing that I want to say, but it seems to elude my mind at this moment. Well, damn. 
This is one the show. Bitch won't put out anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? B Y P O A. Huh? Bitch won't put Wait, out where's anonymous. Where's the Y? Where the Y show up at? I said, yeah, my bad. <laughs> BW. BW. PO. Yeah. Anonymous. BYPO. Um, damn. I got it's something else. I got Sino. Uh, we'll talk about it later. All right. I think that's it then. Because I, I know I got something else. I just can't think of it right now. Just yeah, moment. we'll save it for Tuesday. All right, y'all. We love y'all. We love. appreciate y'all. And, and we, we thank, thank y'all. Rawly. Um, if y'all need to reach out to us, y'all can reach us at 317-426-8123. One more time. That's 317-426-8123. One more time. That's 317-426-8123. Bitch. Send us a text message, man. Again, shout out to Big Zay, man. He reached out to us. Um... He's not the only person that reached out to us and asked for. Oh yeah, I forget. Yeah, she deleted her pledge. <laughs> but yeah, reach out to us if y'all don't want to. Uh, you know, if y'all don't want to go through the hassle of finding the Patreon. Just reach out to us and we'll send you a link to become part of the fuck your family. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, but not fuck you. Yeah, because we don't do fuck you on the Patreon episode. It ain't no fuck it. We don't do that on that episode. Mm-hmm. You know who was I was I was just watching somebody. I think damn was, he blocked the shit out that nigga. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. They they implement he some he was trying to implement fuck it Fridays. On on what? It was something. It was. I was somewhere, and it was looking at it. it was like, yeah, man, yeah, fuck it, Fridays. So that's gonna be the new thing. I said, hey, man, hey, man, mm. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here, man? That one ain't too far of a reach, though. That that one, that one, that one ain't too too far of a reach, though. But I get it. I wish we'd have said it first. You being facetious? Hmm. Are you being facetious? No, I mean, I know the Fuck It episodes come out on Friday, but to just make a whole theme of it of, like, Fuck It Fridays. I think that's what we called it first. I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think so. That's why we released it on Fridays. Are, we, are you sure? I'm almost certain that is the case. Is that on record? Yes, on one of these motherfucking shows. All right, Big Zay, man, you going through the mo? He he started from episode one. Mm-hmm. As you're going through it, if you hear us say "fuck it Fridays," please hit us up and let us know. Mm-hmm. As of right now, it's not too far of a reach that somebody would say "fuck it Fridays," but we could have said it first. It's a lot of shit we said first that motherfucking big name podcast been stealing from us. They stole topics from us. All kind of shit from us. So. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all, and we thank y'all. But for those that are not fucking with us, then fuck, fuck y'all, bitch. <laughs>